I'm Mark Pender for Econoday with Mark Rogers, Senior Economist for Econoday. Mark, the highlight, or better, it was the low light from last week, was the employment report for January. For the second month in a row, payroll gains fell well below expectations. Uh, that's true. We had a January gain of 113,000, and market expectations were for 181,000 boost. So uh, there, there was disappointment on the payroll side. But we saw equities uh, uh, rise on this, uh, I guess on the assumption that the payrolls in both December and January, and of course January was the famous polar vortex, uh, that the labor market is stronger than what we're seeing right now. Uh, that's basically what traders and many investors uh, determined or decided uh, related to the payroll numbers that if it weren't for the harsh weather, atypically harsh weather, that the payroll numbers would have been better. And uh, they saw the numbers as moderately healthy outside of the uh, weather effect. But the BLS wasn't warning anyone about the weather in the data. That's true, but uh, the, you know, the markets decide what they decide and uh, BLS sometimes is tentative about seasonal factors and it's it's really all about whether the weather <laughs> bad pun whether the weather is uh, atypical uh, certainly weather is always somewhat harsh in the winter it's just a question of how much it varies from the the average factors for the months and it looks like uh, the weather was atypically harsh traders decided that uh, the numbers really would would have been better otherwise and February so far has been murder here uh, on, the, on in the Northeast at least that I know uh, where you're in, at in the south has also had problems so February could be another month but in any case some of the payroll data that we see in the employment report feed into official st uh, statistics as uh, especially personal income and industrial production can you expand sure that that's exactly right uh, regardless of the seasonality uh, the numbers are going to feed into the, the the employment numbers are going to feed into some other reports at least the initial reports as is and notably personal income and, and industrial production uh, from the employment report we had private aggregate weekly earnings up 0.3 percent for January and that suggests a moderate rise in private wages and salaries in the personal income report. And then of course there's industrial production and that's going to be out on Friday and it's it would be interesting to see how it hits if it hits the manufacturing component but it looks certain to hit the utility component, no? Uh, absolutely. Uh, this month's industrial production report is probably going to be a very good example of why traders need to drill down slightly at least into the detail. Uh, production worker hours for manufacturing were down for the month from the employment report. 
but there's a high probability that uh, the utilities component is going to be relatively strong. So uh, we may see a very nice headline number for industrial production, but if you drill down to the manufacturing component, there's a good chance it's going to be soft. In fact, the consensus calls for a 0.1% increase for the manufacturing component, but a 0.3% gain for the total. I, I'm a little suspect even of the 0.1% gain for manufacturing could be a little bit more sluggish. Well, it looks like the retail sales, which is another big economic report this week on Thursday. The Econoday consensus is calling for a minus 0.1%. There was almost no good news from re retailers on the month of January, which looks to, uh, because in part because of weather, but also in part because of a strong December, it looks to be a, a tough uh, month. And we already had a modest dip in unit uh, new motor vehicle sales. I, th I think you're you're on target on that. Uh, we're going to come off a very strong January, and um, uh, basically, traders are expecting some uh, come off from that. Also, unit new motor vehicle sales uh, they're still relatively healthy at the level. But uh, for retail sales, it's all about the percentage change. And we did get a 1% dip in unit new motor vehicle sales. So uh, the consensus is expecting a small decline for the total in retail sales, but a, a very mild improvement for X autos and slightly better for X autos and gasoline up. But uh, it's coming off a, a relatively strong December, so we're looking for soft numbers for January. Mark, and that's right. When you're talking about percentage change, you're talking about monthly percentage change, and in this case, it looks like a strong December versus what looks to be a weak January, but forget about economic data because now we have the Fed again this week. Newly installed Fed Chair Janet Yellen makes her first appearance it's a semi-annual monetary policy report to Congress. We get two chances at market moves. Uh, Tuesday before the House Financial Services Committee and when she speaks, and again on Thursday both at 10 a.m. Eastern Time before the Senate Banking Committee. What are you watching for, Mark? Well, it's going to be interesting. Uh, Chair Janet Yellen is making her first public appearance as chair of the Federal Reserve. So I think there are going to be a lot of traders and investors uh, paying extra attention to these hearings. I don't think policy is going to differ much from uh, those of the Ben Bernanke Fed. Uh, There's still the same, same governors on the uh, board. We're getting a little rotation with the district bank presidents. Uh, there's a lot in place from the Bernanke Fed that's going to clearly continue. Uh, we had uh, measured steps as a key phrase in the last two FOMC statements related to cutting back or tapering on quantitative easing. The measured steps are very likely to continue unless they're very strong reasons from the data. Uh, 
there's been a lot of discussion from some district bank presidents about improving guidance. So there could be some tweaking in the guidance. Uh, but I think uh, in terms of Q&A, uh, I, I cannot see Chair Yellen avoiding questions on the employment report. But uh, a, a key feature is that there's going to be one more employment report before uh, the next FOMC meeting. So uh, she'll probably be commenting, commenting on the latest report, but also stating that the Fed is still data dependent, notably for the employment numbers. Do you think, so, do you think we'll get more... Uh Information or 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 more news out of the, out of the the substan or out of what is the substance of the uh, of her statements or on the style of her statements. The answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's I think it's going to be both. Uh, she's brand new. I mean, you can't get around that. She is brand new, and. Uh, Markets have been used to Ben Bernanke for uh, quite a few years, so traders are going to want to look at both the substance and also look at the style. I mean, we're talking about monetary policy, and, and style does indeed translate into how she's going to conduct the FOMC meetings and uh, her style reflects her views of the economy. So I, I think there's going to be quite a bit of attention to her testimony Tuesday and Thursday, and there's a very good chance she could move markets. I'm going to get my old picture of Paul Volcker blowing smoke out of the, when he was speaking in his day. Thank I, you very I much. I don't think you're going to see Janet with a cigar. <laughs> no. Thank you very much, Mark Rogers of Econoday. I'm Mark Penner for Econoday.